Welcome to the Switch Leader Podcast, where we decide today the leader we will be tomorrow. Well, what is up, Switch Leaders? My name is Caitlin Caffrey, and I'm really excited to be here with you today on the Switch Leader Podcast. I have James Meehan also here with me. James, how are you doing today, sir? I am doing wonderful. I am a little bit sad because the usual host, the legend, Josh Baldwin, is sick today. So y'all are stuck with us. But if you want to lift him up and pray for him, I know that he would greatly appreciate it. Absolutely. Josh, we miss you. I'm going to be nowhere near as witty and entertaining as he is as a host, but I will do my (laughs) best. Um, We're actually in a series right now on the Switch Leader podcast about leading small. And today we are going to talk about the first principle. Last week, we kind of introduced what is what is the idea? What is this all about? But this week, we're going to start diving into the details, which I know some of you are excited about because you are detail people. So this week, our topic is being present. James, what does that mean? Why does it matter? Yeah, absolutely. When it comes to the framework of lead small, it's all about doing for a few what you wish you could do for all. And of the five principles, they kind of like build on each other. That's why this week we're starting with the first one, being present. Because before you do anything else, you actually have to be there. Like you have to be in the life of your student. And that is, in a nutshell, what being present is all about. And what I love so much about this idea is it is very, very biblical. Like it is a very Mm -hmm. godly thing to do to be present with people. So much so, like if we just zoom out and look at the entirety of the Bible, starting in the very beginning, God created a universe. He put people in it and he wanted to be in relationship with them. Then we screwed it all up. Sin entered the picture. The relationship was severed, but God put a plan in motion to once again, bring his people back to him. In the book of Exodus, we actually read about God delivering his people from slavery. He commands them to build a tabernacle, a tent of meeting, the meeting place between God and his people where he could be present with them again. Then we fast forward and you get the temple and then all of it comes together in the most beautiful way imaginable with Jesus, God in human form, the incarnation, God becoming one of us so that we could become one with him. And then even after that, that's not even where it stops. Like, Jesus goes back to heaven to be with his father. And then God, the spirit fills us until the day when Jesus returns, makes everything new and God and human beings are joined together once again for eternity. Like literally the foundation of the biblical story is God's desire to be present with his people. That's So So, for us as switch leaders, as followers of Jesus on this mission to lead others to become fully devoted followers of Jesus, we choose to be present. We show up in the lives of our students. We show them we care. And notice what I'm saying is we show up and we show them, not just we tell them or we think about. (laughs) Like this is the like foundational idea of being present. And if you've been serving in Switch for more than 17 minutes, you know that this is true. That one of the greatest gifts you can give to your students is your presence. If you've been a human being for more than 17 hours, you know that this is true because in every single relationship we have, if there is not some level of presence, then there is no relationship. And what we believe wholeheartedly is that real life change always happens in the context of relationships. 
when we choose to be present, what we're actually doing is helping our students connect their faith to a community. And mm-hmm. it is there with us as initiators in that, that we are connecting them to a larger community where they can actually be present with other people to experience the presence of God and become who God's created them to be. So all of it will build from here. This is why it matters to be present. Now, there are three really, really specific and practical ways that we do this that we're going to dive into for the rest of this episode. Those ways are that we show up consistently, mm-hmm. we show up mentally, and we show up randomly. Got it. That's so good. I love that setup. Something that we say a lot that came into my mind while you were talking was God didn't shout his love from heaven. Come on. He showed his love in person. That's good. And that is exactly what we're talking about. We're going to put some boots on the ground to how we can follow Jesus's example in this way in our students' lives. So you said we show up consistently, we show up mentally, and we show up randomly. Let's start with we show up consistently. What does that word mean and what does that look like for us as switch leaders? Yeah, I mean, basic definition, the word consistently. You could replace that with regularly, routinely, habitually. Like there's so many different ways you could put a word there. But the big idea is that the things that we do repeatedly make a difference. Our senior pastor, Craig Rochelle, has said before that successful people do consistently what other people do occasionally. And we could apply that to us as switch leaders. Successful switch leaders show up consistently. Unsuccessful switch leaders show up occasionally. And Mm. again, just the basic level is showing up consistently on Wednesday nights at switch. Because that's kind of like the foundational level of us being invested in the lives of our students. Because we know that every week, we've got an opportunity to be present with them, to show Mm. up, and show them that we care. And so that's kind of like level one is showing up consistently on a Wednesday night. Now, a quick little caveat that I think is important is to recognize that showing up consistently doesn't mean you're never allowed to take a week off, right? Like (laughs) like consistently is not the same thing as perfectly. And I want to make sure you know that you as a switch leader are expected to be at switch consistently, but nobody is expecting you to never take a week off. Like you need to have a vacation where you go somewhere with your family at some point in your life. Like, like do that. Rest. Or if you're sick, do not come to switch. Like, stay home because you need to, like, honor the people around you. Don't, like, we don't want to catch that. That's the kind of contagious thing <laughs> we don't want to catch. We want to catch a passion and fire for Jesus. If that's come all on. you're infected with, yes, bring that all day long. Come on. But but I just, I, I know I need to say that because I know that some of you are listening to this podcast and you're so passionate about being the best switch leader you can be. And you are probably holding yourself to an unrealistic and unhealthy standard because you're not giving yourself permission to take a week off. Take a break, mm-hmm. be with your family. Now, here's what I would say though is on those weeks off, one of the best things that you can do is let your students know ahead of time that you won't be there and where they should go when you're not there for switch group. And so maybe you coordinate with another switch leader and let them know, hey, I'm out next week, so can my group go with you? You talk to your coach, community leader, somebody, let them know. Maybe you've got a co-leader in your group who can run that, uh, run the group while you're gone. But letting your students know ahead of time is a really, really great way to show them that you're thoughtful and you didn't just, you know, forget about them. And so show up consistently. 
That's good. I really appreciate the what you said about we have permission to rest. I think that that is an encouragement that I needed to hear. And because a lot of times we can kind of equate our attendance record to our success level. <laughs> and I we're just busting that up. <laughs> it's not about your attendance record. It's about how you show up. And that's exactly what we're talking about in this conversation. When you're there, why are you there? What is your focus? And where is your head and your heart at? And are you like locked in to partnering with the Holy Spirit and what he's already doing in that space? So we're going to show up regularly and we're going to communicate when it's time to take a break. One really quick thought on that that I think is like been really helpful is I'll give you two, two kind of counter examples, a week where I was there and a week where I wasn't. So this past Wednesday in Switch, we were talking about within my Switch group, some things about how does God see us and what does that mean for us and how do we see ourselves? And I had a student who does not show up consistently. He's there maybe once a month or so. And so when he's there, like it's a really big deal because that's a touch point. Now, if I was inconsistent, then chances are him being there and me being there on the same night wouldn't happen. That's why it matters that I'm there every week I can be so that I can catch him the once a month that he's there. And as we're talking about some of these things, one of the questions he was supposed to answer is, how do you view yourself? And he couldn't come up with an answer. And then there's some other questions on the message guide about what are you happy about with yourself and what parts of yourself would you want to change? And this student opened up to me and said, I'm not happy about anything. And I'd probably change a lot because nobody around me likes me. And so this student who's only there once a month is opening up some really, you know, personal and vulnerable things for a seventh grade boy to share And that right there was an opportunity I would have missed if I wasn't consistent. And so you as a switch leader, there will be conversations that you get to have because you are there that you wouldn't have if you weren't there. And that student is only there about once a month, but just about every time he's there, I'm also there because I'm there almost every single week. And so over the course of a year and a half, because that's when I first met the student, we've built a big enough relationship that he was willing to trust me with some of those deeper insecurities. That's the advantage of being there. Now, there was another night of Switch where I wasn't able to be there because my wife was feeling really, really sick. And I had to make the choice. Do I sacrifice my wife for being at Switch? Or do I sacrifice my Switch group so I can be home to support my wife? And here's the thing. I'm really grateful. I've got an incredible coach. I've got a co-leader. So I wasn't really sacrificing my group because they were in really, really good hands. But if I didn't show up to be home with my wife, who would have been there to fill in for me? There is nobody who's going to fill in for you when it comes to your family. That's you. Come on. You've got to step into that. There are other switch leaders. There's your youth pastor, coaches, community leaders, all of those different people that are in place that can help fill in the gap for you if you can't make it to switch. And so just remember, that what we do on Wednesday night matters immensely, but nobody can take the spot that you have in your family. Dang, those examples are so good. A thought that came into my mind about an opportunity that I have in showing up consistently as a high school girls small group leader is that most of my girls are seniors and most of them are actually really excited and ready to step into more leadership opportunities. And so an advantage that I have when I show up consistently is I get to see those opportunities and then empower them 
to step into them. So for example, we have had a couple of nights where we've needed more middle school small group leaders. And because I have gotten to be there and see those needs and then know my girls and have those consistent relationships with them, I'm like, hey, guess what? You would crush it at leading this small group. Would you be willing to go do that with me tonight? And there's been some really just special opportunities that have come out of consistently being there and empowering them to step into that. So that's, a, that's what came to my mind for showing up consistently. The next category we have to talk about is showing up mentally. What does that mean? Is that like get your head in the game kind of language? <laughs> I mean, in a sense, yes. It's probably more than that, but that 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 probably yeah, that's, that's probably that's probably pretty good because you can show up to a relationship physically and be disengaged mentally, and while you're doing like the minimum you're not actually strengthening the relationship. Once again, if you've been a human being for like 20 minutes, you know that this is true because if you are, for example, in a conversation with like a spouse or a friend and they are sharing with you something that's important to them, but you're not paying any attention because you're thinking about, you know, the game that's on later that night or the video game you're going to play with your friends or that really stressful thing that's happening at work. You might be there physically, but you're not actually there mentally. And that other person is probably going to pick up on it. Mm -hmm. And they're going to feel a lot less valued and respected than you probably want them to. Mm -hmm. And so when it comes to our Switch students, we've got a limited amount of time with them every single week. And we know that that time matters. And one of the best ways we can show them how much we care and show them how much they matter to God is by not just being there physically, but also showing up mentally, by being engaged with whatever it is they're sharing, by being engaged with what's happening that night at Switch so that we as Switch leaders can respond appropriately to what our students need, to what the night entails, and to help our students move closer to Jesus spiritually. And so one of the things yeah. that I try really hard to do is when, it, when I show up for huddle, I try to do like a really quick self-examination of what's on my mind that Mm -hmm. might get in the way of what God wants to do tonight with my group. And then I just like pray, like in huddle, I just pray and ask God like, hey, I know you've got this, so I'm going to trust you with it for the next couple of hours so I can be focused on what's happening here. And that helps me clear my mind from whatever stress happened that day. And then when I'm in a conversation with one of my students, I do the best I can to listen attentively and Make sure that I'm actually hearing what it is they're saying because what we're going to recognize is there are going to be a lot of times where our students are saying one thing on the surface, but they're really communicating something deeper beneath Mm. the surface that if we're not tuned into, we're going to miss the more important conversation that we could be having. So for example, I mentioned already the student who's like, "I I don't really know when it came to the question of how do you view yourself? And if I just stopped there without asking a couple of more questions, then we wouldn't have gotten to, well, I don't know if I like anything about myself because I don't think other people like me. Like that Mm -hmm. required me to be listening attentively, to be mentally engaged so that I was willing to ask several more questions. Right. And then the other thing that I would say is for you as a switch leader, like when you're mentally engaged throughout the night, whether it's worship, the message, what you're actually allowing yourself to do is be ready 
for the small group conversations that are going to happen. Because we've all seen it where our students get distracted, they have to go to the bathroom, their friend is bugging them, or there's that other switch group on the other side of the auditorium that's making a whole bunch of noise. And that just makes our students totally disengaged from the message. If you as a leader are still locked in and paying attention, then when you get to small group and you get to that moment where a student's like, oh, I didn't, I wasn't paying attention on that point, or, oh, I don't know mm-hmm. because of, you know, whatever thing, or my friend was talking to me. You can then just say like, oh yeah, like, that's okay. Here's what happened, or here's what was said, or here's what it says on the message guide. And then you can actually re-engage your students into the spiritual conversation by you showing up mentally. So my suggestion would be, yeah. man, when you get to the beginning of the night, prayerfully ask God to take whatever worries or burdens or cares are on your heart so that you can be present and focused on what's going to happen that night. And when you're in a conversation with your students, don't just listen to the words they're saying, but actually listen to what it is that's a little bit deeper beneath the surface so that you can ask one or two more questions to get to the heart of what's really going on. That's so good. I find that for myself when... I show up mentally, I see so much more clearly what the Holy Spirit is doing in the students around me, whether they're my students, whether they're like the new kid that it's their first time and they just need somebody to talk to them. Like I see so much more clearly like the kid on the other side of the room in worship who's just like sitting down and quietly crying in their chair. And I'm like, I'm coming for you, kid. But when I am distracted, when I am still thinking about this, that, or the other thing, I miss it. And so exactly like what you're saying, like as soon as I get there, I'm praying like, Holy Spirit, would you open my eyes to what you're already doing in this space and help me to obey and follow whatever prompting that you give me? An example of a time when I did not do this super well Uh, There's just like a lot of chaos happening around me. Like we were dealing with a couple of different situations. And at the end of my group, my girls jokingly said to me, oh, man, we missed our free therapy tonight (laughs) because we just didn't get to have the kind of conversations where we just process through like the real difficult things going on in their lives. And when they said that to me, even though they were kind of teasing and poking fun at me, I was like, oh, dang it. Like missed the opportunity to really connect with them what was going on in their lives that particular yeah. week. So I, yeah. I had to be like, man, I'm sorry. I know that this time is important and it's really important to me too. I'm going to follow up with you guys sometime this weekend so that we can still have the, that connection. So all that being said, I've done it, but there's still opportunity to recover. You realize you didn't show up mentally at a given space. Okay, well, communicate to your students that you recognize that and that your time with them is still really valuable. And when they hear and see you like say that and admit that, that in and of itself can be a powerful way to show up for them. Absolutely. So the last one that we're going to talk about, James, so we've talked about showing up consistently. We've talked about showing up mentally. Now we're going to talk about showing up randomly. And this feels a little ambiguous. So what does that mean? Yeah, showing up randomly. Another way to think about it is maybe showing up unexpectedly. Because if your students are expecting it, then 
it may not have the same impact. Recently, I was in a conversation with a friend who he was talking about how he did what he normally does to celebrate his wife for Valentine's Day, where he bought her flowers and wrote a card. And then like a week later, he was at the store and saw that all of the Valentine's flowers were on sale. So instead of being like 50 bucks, it was like six bucks. And he thought to himself, you know what? I'm going to buy my wife another set of flowers and I'm going to write her another card. And <laughs> what go. his wife said to him was that that second set was even more meaningful than the first because it was random. It was unexpected. It surprised mm. her. Now, we all know, for those of us who have been married for any amount of time, that you got to do the first <laughs> and the second. <laughs> it's not either or. It's both and. It's you show up consistently, mentally and randomly because it's <laughs> all of these things together that makes a really big difference. So when you're showing up consistently on Wednesday nights, when you're showing up mentally engaged and ready to respond to the needs of your students, and then you add an extra layer of showing up unexpectedly and randomly on top of that, you are going above and beyond to show your students that they matter to you. Come on. One of my favorite examples of this was um, I was at a birthday party where one of my students shows up to it a little bit later than when I got there. And this student was blown away, like surprised. And I think also a little bit offended that I was there. Like he looks <laughs> at me and he says, what are you doing here? And like, he kind of had like this, like <laughs> this, like scowl on his face a little bit. And it was pretty funny at first. And but, you know, all that to be said, it led to us having this really cool conversation. And then the next time we were there at Switch in the building, we were able to talk about it again. And it was yeah. something that he told other people about because it meant so much to him. And getting to talk to him in that different setting mm -hmm. led to different conversations than what happened on a Wednesday night that he and I got to engage in. And so I say all that to say, when you show up randomly, what you're doing is showing your students that your faith in Jesus and your care for them is not confined to a couple Come of hours on. on a Wednesday night. That actually your faith in Jesus and your care for them goes beyond the walls of our church. Showing up randomly yeah. can be as simple as showing up to a birthday party, showing up to a basketball game, writing a note, sending a text, reaching out to the parents and finding some special way to surprise your student who just got straight right. A's on the report card. Like there are so many different ways. That's why this one's kind of ambiguous because really the heart of it is to do something different. Do something mm -hmm. that your students don't expect because when you do, they're going to receive that with a totally different level of appreciation. Yeah, that's so good. I think of a couple of my students who I've had the opportunity to do that for one of them, you know, more in the traditional, like I'm going to show up to your sports events and we're going to hang out and I'm going to make sure that I follow up with you afterwards and tell you how awesome you were. What's cool is that this particular student I've gotten to have for multiple years. And so I show up to the same cheer competition each year. And it's, it's been cool to be able to encourage the progress that I've mm, seen. It's like, dang, awesome. la last year, I didn't know you, you guys couldn't do that. But this year, you're flipping around. You're like flying through the air. That was impressive. Like, that's <laughs> so cool. So there's like a little bit of a, the conjunction between the, the consistent and the random in that particular example. And then another student that I have, I will never forget the first time that I got to invite this student to be part of a project that I was working on at work. 
and the way that that singular invite completely changed the dynamic of our relationship and her willingness to like step up, lead, contribute to things, offer the incredible ideas that she has, and just the impact that I've gotten to see in her life and in her family from simply saying, hey, I'm doing this thing at work. What do you think about it? Would you be willing to be part of it? That has been super, super cool to see the way that that singular like, you know, I'm just going to go ahead and ask the question has changed a lot about our relationship. We've reviewed all of the things. Okay, so let's just like summarize it all. We've talked about showing up consistently. We've talked about showing up mentally and we talked about showing up randomly. And the whole the whole premise for this thing is we want to connect their faith to a community. So can you just put the end cap on this, James, and connect us back to the heart of why we are showing up in these ways? Right. The heart of it is, is that we want to do for a few what we wish we could do for all. That is why we lead small. And the first step, the first principle, the foundational layer is being present with them as our God has been present with us. That is how we connect their faith to a larger community. That is how we begin to put them in an environment where they can make their faith their own. So you as a switch leader, when when you show up consistently on a regular basis, when you show up mentally, you are prepared to lead. What you're doing is you're creating relationships that allow students to really begin to live as followers of Jesus. And then when you go beyond that and show up randomly, you're showing them that your faith and your care for them is not confined to a couple hours on a Wednesday night, but that it's actually a part of your life. And you are showing them that following Jesus really is an all of life way of life. It's a way of life that changes everything that they have been invited into. And so what I would encourage you as a switch leader to do is to think about those three ideas, showing up consistently, mentally, and randomly. And figure out what is the one where maybe you're not bringing your best to. I'm not asking Mm. you to be perfect. I'm asking you to bring your best. Because here at Life Church, we always bring our best. We believe that excellence honors God and inspires people. It's not always perfect, but it's going to make a difference. So Mm -hmm. where are you not bringing your best? Is it showing up consistently? Is it showing up mentally? Or is it showing up randomly? Identify what that is and then do something about it. Put a plan in place. Talk to your co-leader. Talk to your coach, your community leader. And Come up with a plan that will actually help you make it a habit of being consistent, showing up mentally, and showing up randomly. Because when you do, here's what's going to happen. What you do for a few, what you wish you could do for all, is really work on leading them to become fully devoted followers of Christ. Come on. I love that. And never forget that you are not doing this alone. Come on. There are other leaders in this with you and where you might be weak maybe they're strong. And when you're where you're strong, maybe they're weak. We get to do this together as a family, as the body of Christ. So rely on each other and learn from each other. Some of the best conversations that I have gotten to have as a switch leader with other leaders have been when I have gotten vulnerable or when they have gotten vulnerable with me about something that they're struggling with. And I'm able to share from my experience things that have helped me And they're able to share from their experience things that have helped them. So do not forget that you're not in this alone. 
We love you guys and we are so incredibly thankful for what you do. We're thankful that you chose to listen to this podcast today and we'll see you next time on the Switch Leader Podcast where we decide today the leader that we will be tomorrow. Oh, 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 oh